You're listening to episode number 24 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. And oh my gosh, you guys, you are in for a soulful, life-giving conversation today. I sat down with my longtime friend, Valentina Esteban, to talk all about her journey of uncovering her truth and how you can do the same. And Val is truly one of the coolest people I know. I can't even like convey that enough. She is just so cool. She has a background as Canada's youngest professional bikini competitor. She rose through the competitive bodybuilding ranks at a very young age and was on track to have a super successful career in fitness until she decided that it just wasn't for her. It wasn't her truth and literally walked away from everything she had built because she realized that it wasn't her truth. She has had some crazy cool experiences while traveling the world, becoming a yogi, just really figuring out what her truth is. And we'll talk all about that stuff in this episode. She has some really amazing insights and stories on how we can all cultivate stillness and the search for truth and meaning in our own lives. And by listening to her speak, you will literally just feel like you stood in the sunshine for an hour. Like she is just incredible to listen to. She has such great energy, so much wisdom, and you will just love this conversation as much as I did. But before we jump into this episode, Episode, you know what time it is, the review of the week. And this one comes from, let's see if I can get this right, Samana Mamaza. And she wrote, a role model who shows up with authenticity every day, five stars. I've been following Marie since she was starting out as a bikini competitor, and I've loved how she's been so real and open about everything in her life. Her podcasts make you feel as though you're just hanging out with friends and learning some amazing information about fitness, nutrition, or overall wellness. I've listened to every single episode. Hey, girl, that's awesome. And never left without learning at least one extremely useful thing. And it's usually so many more than that. And I also leave feeling motivated and inspired. I'm so glad I have the Grind and Be Grateful podcast for my long commutes to school. Thanks, Marie Hart. Girl, thank you so much. I feel like just through that review, I feel like you truly see me for who I am and what my purpose is and what my intentions are. And that's honestly just the best feeling in the world. We all just want to feel seen and heard. And I very much so feel that way. I'm so glad that I can keep you company on your commutes and at least add one little nugget of truth or love to your day. And I'm also blown away by how many of my listeners have stuck with me for years because as you know, I've changed a ton and we'll talk about that in this episode too. And it's just so cool that you've stuck with me through it all. So thank you so much, girl. And thank you to everyone that applies to or Even if you're new here, like I appreciate you so much. And you're honestly coming into this family, seeing me at the best I've ever been. And that's really exciting. And I'm really just happy that I can say that. So regardless of if you got here yesterday or you've been here for years, I love you and you're so appreciated. If you listening want to be the featured reviewer of the week and make my day in under two minutes flat, head on over to iTunes on your computer or the Apple Podcasts app on your iPhone. Search for the show and scroll down to leave it a rating and a review. It only takes a minute, but it means the absolute world to me. And if you do leave me a review, I want to go ahead and thank you. So send me a DM on Instagram with a screenshot of your review, and I will send you my ebook called Flexible Dieting Made Simple, and that will teach you how to incorporate your favorite foods while still reaching your fitness goals. And that's just like a little thank you for sending me love. And again, all you have to do is DM me on Instagram. My username over there is Marie E. Wold. So M A R I E 
E-W-O-L-D. Just send me a DM with a screenshot of your review along with your email and I'll send that ebook your way. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hi, Val. It is so good to be catching up with you today. How are you doing? I'm excited. I'm doing so good, and this is so last minute. I know. We made it happen. Yeah, I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long, so I'm excited to catch up live. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. And we've spent quite a bit of time together in the past, like throughout the years, because we work with the same supplement company and have gotten to like travel to cool places for expos and stuff. And you guys, you don't even understand, like Val is so cool. Like she's such a cool human. And I can't wait for you to get to know her in a small way. And so for those who haven't yet experienced how cool you are, Val, can you give us a rundown of who you are, what your background is, and where you're at today? Right, so I'll do my best. I feel like I struggle with that question sometimes because I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I know who I am. I know what I'm here for. I know what my purpose is. And then the next day I wake up and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so I'll do my Oh my gosh, yeah. Born and raised in Colombia. I moved to Canada when I was 10 years old. I lived there till I was 21. And then last year I made the move over to Florida. In that time, I have been a student of life. <laughs> no, I'm still a student of life. No, I obviously went to school during that time. I graduated high school and instead of going to college, I kind of just followed my heart and went into nutrition education because that's kind of like where my heart was led at that time. And through my Instagram, I was able to kind of just build a business by people being attracted to the transformations that I had made in my own life with my own physique and um, just my life in general. So through that, I became an online fitness coach. I ended up becoming a bikini pro bodybuilder, then I found that that wasn't really just feeding my soul anymore. And that kind of led me to go into a spiritual journey, which led me to becoming a big yogi and just falling in love with the yogi philosophy and led me on a journey inward, which um, I'm still on and I'm still discovering new things about myself. And that's why I find it so hard to like answer this question because so many things and I don't know how to put it into like one little sentence so that's kind of yeah where I'm at (laughs) awesome yeah I you guys I asked Val I was like can you send me your bio for me to put in the show notes and stuff she's like do I have to like I don't know how to explain myself (laughs) it's like I feel you I feel you for sure all I know is I love inspiring people and I just want to help everyone like find their truth Yeah, we'll like get things a little more concrete as we go along. But first, tell us more about your rise to the top of professional bodybuilding, because I think people like if they looked at your Instagram or followed you now, they would be like, oh, I can't even see her like in that role or in that place in her life. She's so different now. So tell us about that season of your life. You started at a really young age and found success like pretty quickly. So how did all that unfold? And like, what was the driving force for that season of Val? So it all started when I was 16. I was 
almost 17, but I was coming to the end of my high school years. And I just found myself in a place where I felt like I had no sense of purpose, no direction. And I found myself feeling very uncomfortable in my own skin and my own body. And I had never really felt that before. So that kind of drove me to just get into the gym and find some type of routine in my life, just like find some discipline. Because at that point, there was nothing except partying and telling my mom lies and just being your typical teenager. And I was just like, that doesn't feel like me. Like, I know there's so much more to all of this in this life. And it was funny that I even had those thoughts at that age. But like, that was what on inside of me I'm like there's just there's gonna be something more like I'm not here to just party every weekend and kind of like go through the motions of everyday life so I got into the gym and I started transforming my body and then after that I kind of hit my goal and I was like okay I'm ready for what's next you know like I was so invested in it and I had no troubles like waking up at five in the morning and making it to the gym and then like staying on top of my food and like it was just I don't know, it gave me a sense of purpose. And that's just kind of what was driving me at that point. So from there, I started, you know, I had an Instagram account, I was sharing my progress, because it just felt right. And through that, I started finding girls who were doing this whole bikini competition thing. And I was like, you know, that looks really fun. And I always loved being like, on stage modeling. And I always wanted to be a beauty pageant queen. Like back when I was in Colombia, I used to like do little modeling contests and all of these things. So to me, bikini bodybuilding was a way to kind of integrate the two. So I found my first competition coming up like right after I graduated from high school. So I started prepping my last semester of high school and did my first show when I was 17. And I just fell in love with it. One part of it was the growth that you go through when you prep. Also, just Mm -hmm. being able to see like what you're capable of and like how much you can commit to something and succeed. And another thing as well was like the sense of community and connection that you found backstage with other girls who had gone through the same thing. So looking back on it, it's like almost what I seek for in my day to day life now. So it's like having purpose in my day to day, having connection in my day to day, and just always pushing myself to grow. So back then, it was in a really small surface level. And now like I seek the exact same thing, but it's in a much larger way in a deeper way as well. So that's kind of like how it all started. And then I continued competing because it's I didn't really like when I got out of high school, I had no specific vision no specific goals like I didn't know what I wanted to be my parents wanted me to go to university and I was like it's not for me and I just know that much (laughs) thankfully through social media I was able to share my progress and inspire other people who wanted to also work with me and experience that for themselves so one thing led to another and then I just you know three or four years later down the road I just found myself doing that same thing and obviously becoming better at it because when you stick to one thing and you invest all your energy into it it's going to flourish And um, that's where I found myself. So that led me to becoming a pro bodybuilder. And um, once I achieved that, I was just like, okay, wow, like I got here and it's, I thought that is what I wanted. But even though I had everything that I thought I wanted, it still didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was being fulfilled by it anymore. And it just didn't feel like what I wanted at that point. It just kind of felt like I was going through the motions because it was all I knew. And I was doing so well at it. <laughs> so I'm like, why would I stop doing something that it's that's going so well? But it just didn't feel like my thing anymore. So that's how my competition years went. And I want to really drive home the fact that like you were Canada's youngest pro in general or bikini pro, right? Yeah. You were very young and very accomplished and like everyone was probably giving you a lot of great feedback. Everyone was like, oh my God, you're so amazing. I really look up to you. Like probably just giving you so much affirmation that like that was a good path for you. 
So what was that process like? And how did you know that competing wasn't for you anymore? I think, like I said, I started having that feeling of like emptiness and it just didn't feel like it was fulfilling me anymore. Like at one point it definitely did. And that's why I kept going. But then once it got to that point where I was like, okay, it just feels like I'm now doing this for other people. That's when I decided to take a step back. Like after I did my first four pro shows, I was going to compete again one fifth time. And then I was like, I just felt it inside of me. I was like, okay, this just doesn't feel right anymore. Like, I think I need to slow down and just really like reconsider everything. So I remember I was like on a plane and I was texting Josh, like the owner of P Science. And like, I consider advice like so valuable because he's been so successful in what he's been doing so like I asked him I was like what would you say if like I just didn't compete anymore for like the rest of this year maybe next year and like I just really wanted to like hear his perspective and he was just like you know what like if that's what feels right in your heart like don't compete anymore and like when he said that I just felt like all this weight come off my shoulders Mm, like he gave you the permission that you kind of weren't quite giving yourself yet like he told me what my inner self was saying but I just didn't want to quite like give myself that permission because like I still felt like I was like letting other people down but he was just like that inner voice being expressed through another person Mm -hmm. yeah he was like reflecting it back to you yeah exactly so in that moment I was like you know what like I get that I inspire other people and I get that people know like this is my identity but I just I can't let that be the reason why I continue to do this because then at that point it's not for myself anymore and if I'm not doing this for myself then what is the point of it all yeah it's your life so once you like made that decision people officially knew that you were taking a step back like was there backlash were people disappointed or was that kind of like a fear that was unfounded It was just a fear, honestly. Like, it was all within myself. I had no backlash. People were so supportive about it. Obviously, like, ever since I've made the translation, my Instagram has taken a big hit because (laughs) there was no translation into, like, bodybuilding to spiritual self. It was just like, okay, this is what I feel. This is what I'm going to (laughs) share. Like, hard turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, my Instagram and social media has taken a big hit. And, like, even, I would say, my business as well, just because, like, I've been in this place where I'm just like constantly changing and changing and changing that it's been hard to like hone down on like a niche and like what I really want to portray myself to be so that's definitely been like I think the biggest thing that has changed but other than that like everyone that has truthfully been there for me not for like the identity that I was but like for who I am as a person has always been so supportive and I think that's what matters the most like it's not the number that you have on a social media platform it's more so the connections and the authentic people that actually like are there for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found the same because I mean, you know that I've pivoted and shifted so much throughout the years. Like I started my Instagram when I was 15 or 16. It was eight years ago. So obviously I've changed so much since then. Like I would hope that everyone's different than they were in high school. And so like I've posted about so many things. I've come out with so many different products and like challenges and everything is always shifting and evolving and people won't always like accept that and it won't always be well received but like if it feels right for you and if it's the right path for you like you can't keep yourself small or keep yourself in a box that you don't fit in anymore just because that's like what people know you for exactly I mean that's just putting a hold on your growth so it's not it's not worth it because at the end of the day you're here to grow yeah amen Going back to extreme fitness for a second, I know that a lot of people listening, like just women in general, struggle a lot with 
like worthiness and feeling like they need to look a certain way and they need to go really hard in the gym and eat perfect and do everything right. And they have like a very extreme all or nothing mindset toward fitness. And maybe you felt that way as a competitor. It's just like very easy to get wrapped into that. So if someone is in that mindset right now and they're just like doing things because they think that they should, I guess this could go past fitness too. Like anyone that feels like they're putting in so much work in an area of their life for the wrong reasons. Do you have any words of wisdom for like identifying and working through that realization? I would say the first thing that you need to do is kind of like see where you're forcing anything that feels forced, anything that just like doesn't feel right within you, like gives you any sense of like anxiety or stress or any type of feeling that you don't feel comfortable with. Like that's definitely something that you need to sit back and reflect on because that's most likely the thing that you're doing that isn't quite serving you in the moment. So I would definitely say like see where there is force and then take a step back and reflect on that and see like how you can transform that or how you can maybe remove that out of your life so you can actually find flow and do what is meant for you, do what is supposed to be serving you in the moment. Yeah. So would you say that it should feel more like a pull, like things are pulling you towards them versus like you're trying to push through things? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's like when you're weightlifting like and you're doing 210 pounds and it feels like a force like I don't think anyone should be lifting 210 pounds <laughs> which is it's funny because I've been there before I've done it before and that's why now I can take a step back and say that like it's not necessary like I get it yeah if you're a competitor and you're a power lifter and all of that but like I don't even think those sports are healthy and that's just my opinion <laughs> and yeah get upset about that but that's just it's true like our bodies are not meant for that like there's just a lot more that we can be doing yeah. than putting ourselves through that, like that much stress that's going to have so many consequences later on in our lives. I was never a pro, but we were both very wrapped up in that life, like the life of competing, tracking our macros to the gram, like never missing a workout, doing all the cardio and just like pushing, 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 grinding harder, doing more like pushing harder all the time and like you can't do that forever and you're not meant to do that forever like there need to be periods where you pull back and you're you're gentle and you're honoring your body and that should eventually be like all the time I'm not saying you can never push yourself but there needs to be a balance and there needs to be like a respect for what your body wants you to do too you know yes there's so many different energies that we harness within our body like the female and the male energy and like that there has to be a balance within the two like you can't be in the weight room all the time like you should be in the weight room but you should you should also be doing yoga or something that's more feminine that's gonna like balance everything out because then at the end of the day like if there is no balance you end up in that place where you're just like tight and you're dressed and you're tense you know and in pain so like if there's no balance within that then it leads to really dangerous for sure. Yeah, I love the saying that there is strength and power and softness. And I like never understood that until I was forced to learn about it once I quit competing. But it's like so profound. It is. It really is. Like, I think it's just because we're, we want everything to happen so fast. So that's why, like, it's always all or nothing. Like, we start going to the gym and want everything to happen so fast. So we start pushing, pushing, pushing. And it's like, no, you make it a lifestyle. Like, you make the gym a part of your lifestyle and over time you will see the results, but it doesn't have to be right now because if you try to do it right now, then you're most likely going to get sick of it. And then you're not going to get the results you wanted. Then you're going to end up back in that place where you're not even going to the gym at all. So that's why like 
having balance and doing a little bit of everything in our lives is so important because it's so easy to become sick of something or get sick of something because we push so hard and we force so hard that then we just don't do anything at all. Right. Yeah. And would you say like having the right type of, I guess, motivation is like super crucial too? like someone who is only going to the gym because they hate the way they look and want to change their appearance. Like that is a totally different mindset from someone who is going to the gym to like be healthy and honor their body and like move in ways that feels good. Like what are your thoughts on that? I agree that there should definitely be the right kind of motivation because if you're going into the gym with that sense of hatred for your body, like that, that type of energy is going to come right back into your body and the way that you gain that muscle or the way that you transform your body is going to harness that energy. So like, it's really deep, but like the way that we put out that energy, it's the same way that we're going to receive it. So like, you'll actually gain all that hatred back into the body. Definitely. And I mean, the way that you're inspired to go into the gym as well will translate into how you train, how you take care of your body. So definitely, I agree with you that we should have motivation. Yeah. And going back to the energy thing, like even on a more concrete level, if you are always going to the gym out of a place of like negativity toward yourself, like I need to go to the gym because I need to change the way I look or I like hate my thighs. So I'm going to go run five miles and like try to shrink them or whatever your like reasoning is. If it's negative like that, like you're never even going to feel good about the results because it's not even about what your thighs look like or, you know, how much you weigh. Like there's a deeper seated issue as to why you're like bullying yourself and you're never going to feel good about the end result if the process is always so painful exactly and it's all the perspective too like if that's a perspective you have about yourself no matter how much your body changes it's never going to be enough mm, yeah so like so many women going to the gym and going go and start a diet because they think that that's going to fix their body image of themselves but really it's all within their own eyes and their own mind so it's really conditioning that we have to break through and transform the way that we look like sometimes I catch myself looking in the mirror and like my body has changed so much since I competed years ago with my last competition but like my body has completely transformed and I'm seeing so many little areas like things that I would consider problem areas back in the day coming back and that same conditioning comes right back when I catch it in the mirror and like it's been a process like transforming that and changing that conditioning because like I never actually dealt with the problem I just changed it by changing my body so now it's coming back because the muscle is no longer there and I see like that little bit of cellulite again I'm just like oh Mm -hmm. now I have to learn how to actually love you instead of trying to change you It's like trying to put a Band-Aid over a bullet wound. Like you're not actually addressing the actual problem. You're just pushing through it and trying to cover it up and like numb it. But it's never going to go away until you face it and, you know, really like embrace what's going on. Exactly. I mean, it's like girls that go into competition preps because they want to transform their bodies and then they have to go back Mm. to looking the way that they used to because that's the healthy way and they can't embrace it. So it's like you have to start first by loving that body because you – aren't and shouldn't look super lean, super shredded year round. Like there's a select few who can like actually sustain that year round. But for the most part, a female body is supposed to have, you know, the curves and a little bit of grabbing onto and the cellulite and the stretch marks. Like that is part of our female body. And you just have to learn to accept that instead of trying to change it with like, you know, surgeries and the gym and all these kind of crazy gimmicks that society has given us. Oh, I love this stuff. And so I want to talk about how like in the midst of all your changes, so not only were you changing like your life path in terms of shifting from competitor to not and just like 
really working on the deep work. In the midst of all of that, you were also being like a total nomad and traveling the world. So can you tell us about that period of your life and like what really drew you into traveling essentially full time for months and months and months? As It's always like when I tell every story about my life, I'm like, I just kind of let fall of my heart. And I think it's because like sometimes I just have like a lack of vision, which honestly, it's a blessing and a curse. Because when I don't have a clear vision, I just follow my heart. And that actually leads me to where I'm supposed to go instead of like closing myself into a box of like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. And that's it. That's, that's my it, you know? Yeah, with traveling, it was the same as like my competition years. I just, Brandon was like, hey, do you want to go to Iceland <laughs> for 20 days? And I'm like, you know what? Let's go to Iceland. So we go to Iceland. And then from there, I'm like, you know what? I'm already over here. Why not go to Asia and just go from there? So I went to India and um, I spent a few months there. And then from there, I didn't feel ready to go home. So ended up going to Bali and again, didn't feel ready to go home. So I ended up going to like Vietnam and Cambodia and Thailand. I think I went to Colombia as well. And before that, you did like a tour of Europe a year or two before that included Italy, but you've been so many places. Yeah, I've been tra- like I've traveled for like two years, like two full on years. Like I would just peace signs would reach out and be like, hey, do you want to go to this expo? And I would just buy a one-way ticket and then I would just kind of go off into the world and go traveling. So like the last travel session, travel time that I did was like the longest that I've ever done. I think it was like, I was gone for eight months, I think. Just like, oh my gosh. My backpack, like before I left, I just threw everything in my car and took it out of my aunt's room in Florida because I was just renting out her room. And I was like, I'm not going to pay rent because I know that I'm going to be gone. And like the year before that, I paid rent for like the entire year and I was home for a month of the year so I was like I'm not gonna do that again instead I'm just gonna put everything in my car and just see where the wind takes me and that's pretty much what I did and I just like I was searching for truth I guess like I was just like okay like who am I like what am I where are these experiences and opportunities gonna take me and like who am I gonna meet and I just pretty much went into it with an open heart an open mind and just embraced everything that came my way and was able to experience so many different cultures was able to really understand like what means the most to me like what makes me the happiest just because you remove yourself from all of this madness here and I just really kind of like slowed down with work and just really gave myself a break to be with myself and just through that I kind of learned how much of a simple human I am like I had a backpack and that's all that I needed and I was wearing pretty much like the same few items of clothing here and there and like nothing really mattered like I just recognized that what mattered the most was just like connecting with people who I was surrounded with how connected I was with myself there's just like so much to put into words just I guess really like being purposeful with what I was doing as well because I found like through my travels I found myself in a place where like it kind of just felt like I was again going through the emotions and I was just like okay like I'm learning all these things but I'm not really putting them out there and that's kind of like where I found myself on Instagram being like okay like I'm ready to like share everything that I've learned because if we're not feeling purposeful with what we're doing we can feel very empty and that's kind of like where I found myself with traveling as well. So I was like, okay, it's back home and like actually put all of this that I've learned into practice and like share it with other people and like give it to people who actually like need it in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you say is the difference between like running away from something? Because I know a lot of people will like travel and stuff because they're running from something and they just like want to get away from their reality versus like you're physically leaving, but you're staying within yourself does that make sense yeah 
Definitely. Would you say that your travels were like you were trying to run from something or did you feel like it was more of you wanted to come home to yourself and like you needed to experience those things in order to do so? You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So I think definitely important to have an intention with it because if you don't, then you would just go away and travel but probably live the same way that you do at home so like I know a lot of people go to Mexico and then they just end up going to like a resort and eating all the food and drinking which is fine I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but if you want to get something meaningful out of it then you have to commit to like sitting with yourself really studying your behavior your thoughts how you're showing up in the world putting yourself in new experiences, you know, like going to maybe different meditation centers, different temples. Like in India, I ended up taking Ayurvedic nutrition and cookery course and I did my yoga training and I exposed myself to like, you know, like different healing modalities and actually like put myself in new experiences. So when you have that intention of growth and you have that intention to like, okay, I want to learn more of who I am, then you're actually going to put yourself in places where you're going to face experiences that are actually going to bring that out of you. So that's why it's so the intention or else you just end up like going to Bali but sitting at home or sitting in your apartment in your computer working which is you know something that I definitely did in the past and that's why with these travels I was like you know what I'm really going to slow down on work and I'm actually going to do the work to really meet myself and be with myself instead of just like going away but really just being on my computer and like trying to make content and get content and you know do the things that sometimes we can get trapped into doing because our job as you know as a social media influencer our job kind of is our life so for the people that can't exactly travel the world for two years what are some ways that they can like go inside and sit with themselves and like learn some of the things that you learned through your travels without leaving their home even you definitely don't have to leave your home there just has to be intention commitment and discipline for me that journey inward really started before I even went traveling like before I went traveling I already had like a seven month strong practice of meditation and yoga so I was you know sitting every single day with myself first thing in the morning and just making the space to go to either yoga or do yoga at home those are two practices that I would definitely recommend like if you really feel called to go in and really get to know yourself through a meditation practice you just really learn to calm down your mind so you can create space in between yourself like the person who is aware of the thoughts and the thoughts so you can actually understand what is going on in your mind because once you have that understanding of the thoughts that are happening in your mind you can recognize how those thoughts are actually manifesting into your life and creating the life that you're currently experiencing and that is like one of the most powerful things that I've learned through this entire experience is that like wow the thoughts that I have and the experiences that I've had in the past are what are creating my perspective and my day-to-day life. So if I can really learn to observe that, I can completely shift the way that I'm experiencing this life today. Yeah. Oh, it's so powerful. So what would you say are the differences between who you are now versus who you showed up as? Maybe you weren't that person, but who you showed up as like a couple of years ago, let's say when you were really into like competing in that whole scene, what are the differences between Valentina then and Valentina now? I think now I'm just a little bit more aware of like who I am in truth. So like I no longer identify myself so much with like these masks that we put on ourselves in our day-to-day life. Like, oh, I'm the fitness influencer. Like, oh, I'm the bikini pro or I'm the yogi. You know, like now I just know who to come back to and know that in essence, I am none of this. And I'm just simply a soul having a human experience. Like I'm here to grow. I'm here to go through so many different phases. I'm not meant to have just like one vision. I'm not meant to have 
just one mask. I am so much more than just that. That alone allows me to really step outside of the box and try new things and not close myself off to just like one identity or one mask, just because I feel like that's what people are responding to or that's what people are resonating with. So in the past, I was definitely very attached to like the responses that I got and the feedback that I got and just like, I guess, like having that validation. So I'm no longer like, I'm no longer so attached to that. Like I definitely recognize that I get that sense of validation still a little bit through social media, but only because I'm happy when I know that my content is helping people in a positive way. So that's kind of like the way that I get validation now. It's like, oh, okay. Like I'm actually like helping other people. I'm serving my purpose. That makes me happy, but it's no longer like, oh, they like how I look or, oh, my pictures are getting likes, you know, like my worth isn't based anymore on like my body and how people are responding to how I'm looking or what I'm doing. It's more so based on like who I am in essence and like what I'm here to do. And just knowing that I'm like just an expression of our much higher power, you know, God, the divine, our source, like I am so worthy because I am that, you know, I'm a small little drop in an ocean of consciousness and divine, (laughs) divine power. Yeah. So going back to the social media thing, I think that whole transition is you're coming from a place of purpose instead of a place of ego. I know I've always wanted to inspire people, but I never really like understood what that meant to me just because I had never like sat with it deep enough. But now I definitely like know how I want to inspire people. And I know that it's like very much beyond the physical, which was what it was before you know it was all about like oh I want to inspire people to like look good and feel good whereas now it's like I just want people to like truthfully understand like who they are at their deepest chorused (laughs) self so then they have that like confidence to go out into the world and live out their purpose Mm -hmm. and that kind of goes back to our conversation about like pushing versus softness earlier like pushing versus being pulled like when you're so wrapped up in numbers and validation and the metrics and like creating content all the time and it's like about you know impressions and all that like you're just pushing 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 for more and it's kind of like a hungry feeling versus if you're creating with purpose and like an impact in mind the numbers don't matter as much you're not it's not feeling like a push anymore it's feeling like you're being pulled toward like a higher vision exactly exactly you know it's how easy it is to get wrapped up in that <laughs> in this oh so easy world. for sure sometimes it feels like if you're not getting the feedback that you want there's no purpose being served but that's not true because you know with anything you do in life people some people just aren't gonna resonate with it some people just aren't gonna get it and you just have to continue listening to your heart and putting out what you feel is right and eventually at some point you'll find what is for you but as long as it's flowing and it's coming out of you with ease and grace then that's that's what's for you Mm -hmm. And would you say that that whole process of changing and like coming to this level of consciousness, has that been a process of becoming and like finding yourself or has it been a process of like uncovering the truth that you already had inside of you? 100% uncovering the truth because like I told you, you know, even back when I got into the gym and I started competing, like what was driving me was the connection, was the sense of purpose, that sense of growth. So obviously like that's always been there. And I think it's there for everyone. It's just a matter of like slowing down and actually allowing ourselves to be instead of like constantly forcing to keep up with society and with our parents' standards and everyone's wants and needs from us to actually uncover that truth within ourselves. 
So then we can actually go ahead and live out the life that we're meant to be living. Okay, so I always like to end with something like actionable and really tangible to sum up what we talked about. So what would you say are three ways of doing or three ways of being that people can apply to their own lives to uncover their own truths? So the first thing, I mean, I always... I always hype up meditation just because I feel like it's only in stillness that we can find truth because when we're constantly doing it, our mind is constantly moving and just everything's happening so fast and we can't actually like tap into our stillness and into our truth and like become the observer of everything that's happening around us. So I always say like meditation is one of the strongest and best practices that we can apply to our lives to really like tune into who we are and what we are in essence. So I would definitely say like that's the one thing that we can all have in our day-to-day life to really tap into our truth. I think one of the biggest things that we can also cultivate in our lives is knowing that everything that's happening in our lives is happening for us and not to us. I think we always go into, you know, like things happen and we're constantly like, oh, why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do to deserve this? But like, why not shift our perspective and recognize that everything that is happening is happening for our growth? Because like I said, our ultimate purpose here in life isn't to, you know, make money, to have the most followers, to have the biggest house. It really is just to grow because we're going to have to come back here. I strongly believe in reincarnation. So we're going to have to come back here as a more evolved soul and everything that you learn in this lifetime is going to serve you in your next one so the more growth that you can growth that you can do here the better that you'll be able to live in your future life so if you can accept everything that is happening for you as that and just like learning the lessons within it and flowing with it instead of trying to resist it by like seeing it as a burden then it's really 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 going to completely change your life because you're going to actually learn the lessons instead of resisting them and then having to face them again later on in life they'll always keep coming back is like we were talking about with like body image and wanting to change yourself like if you just ignore it and push through it it's still going to be there you're just going to have to face it again and it's probably going to suck even more the next time exactly exactly so i guess that's two things and the last thing would be to i guess it's almost the same thing but just like to face things fully on with an open heart and to know that like whatever is happening is happening for your ultimate growth I guess it's the same thing but (laughs) but yeah like leaning into the things that are uncomfortable and like we kind of are tempted to shy away from or like ignore or push off like really just lean into those things and find a purpose in them yeah allowing yourself to feel what you're experiencing and really sitting with that and knowing that like those feelings those emotions those experiences they're not you they're just something that you're experiencing for your ultimate growth and for something much higher and much better that's to come for you Mm, talk about perspective that just like blows everything wide open now that people can understand how awesome you are and all the things that you have to offer where can they find you you can find me on my Instagram, which is at VVAL underscore E. And that's pretty much where I'm investing most of my energy right now. I'm really trying to just like take a step back and do one thing at a time. So just really investing my energy there and becoming more clear on my purpose and the kind of message that I want to put out. So if you want some words of wisdom and some light on your newsfeed, and I guess something that's going to bring you back to center and remind you to slow down and just be then that's definitely a good place to go Mm, we all need that for sure I know I need it too so that's why yeah (laughs) (laughs) we always are teaching on what we need to work on the most I feel like too 100% everything that I write is I write for myself like that's one of the things it's like a note to self seriously like I've learned that through journaling it's just my highest self talking to me 
And then I just share that with oh. because I know that we all need to hear it. Mm, yeah, that feels really true. Uh, awesome. Well, this was such good conversation. But before we go, last but not least, we've got to know, because this is the Grind and Be Grateful podcast, what is one thing that you're currently grinding toward? And what is one thing that you're hugely grateful for? One thing that I'm grinding towards is just continuing to become the best version of myself every single day. So there's nothing specific that I really have going on except for that. It's just like, embracing every experience that comes my way and understanding how I can show up as my best self and that to me is the biggest like the best work that I can do because if I'm showing up as my best self then I know that I'm also inspiring that within other people so that would definitely be it and the thing that I'm most grateful for is like you said perspective being able to really like see things for what they are and always come back to what is true so I can then move forward with clarity and with purpose. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Valentina. I'm so excited for these people to discover you and get to follow you and just be in your light. So thank you so much for being a light, for spending time with me today, and we will see you again soon. Oh, I love you. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Hey, I want to ask you something. How would it feel to finally be fully confident in who you are, how you are, and what you look like? How would it feel to go into social events and holidays with zero anxiety about food or workouts or zero guilt about your choices after? How would it feel to finally find women who get you and want to support you in your journey? How would it feel to finally have a plan that fits your unique life and goals and feels maintainable instead of suffocating? How would it feel to go shopping and just love how you feel in all the clothes that you try on and just be confident under those fitting room lights? How would it feel to make progress toward your health and fitness goals while still eating your favorite foods and actually enjoying your workouts? Yes, that's possible. And how would it feel to finally be able to step into your power and own your life instead of watching it pass you by? How would all of that feel? Pretty freaking amazing, right? Like so, so good. I can feel it in my body right now and it's all I want. And that is what's in store for all of the amazing women who have already joined the Move Nourish Shine Collective. And we would love nothing more than for you to join us. We are waiting for you with open arms and almond milk lattes. <laughs> we are ready for you, girl. And in case you haven't heard about it yet, the Move Nourish Shine Collective is the first wellness mentorship program that coaches you as a human not a number. We'll combine not just fitness and nutrition, but also mindset for a total transformation that creates a life and mind that just feels amazing and feels like home. The program is designed to empower you to create a wellness lifestyle that makes sense and feels good to you because no cookie cutter plan can do that. Let's face it. You'll be supported, heard, and loved every step of the way. And who doesn't want that? So if that sounds like it could be the missing piece for you, and I know it is for so many women, this is your official invitation, and now is your chance to be among the first to join the collective and commit to creating a future of confidence, connectedness, and a crazy bright shine. And trust me when I say that I know where you're at now. I know exactly how you feel, and I also know exactly how to get you where you want to go. And I walked that road alone so that you don't have to. So if you're ready to join us and become a part of the Move Nourish Shine Collective or just want to learn more about it, go to movenourishshine.com and that will explain 
everything, but you also know where to find me. If you still have questions, you can just send me a DM at Marie E. Wold on Instagram. And again, the website is movenourishshine.com. Early enrollment is open for just a couple more days. So I highly encourage you not to wait any longer. And we'll be starting as a group on December 3rd. And I hope to see you inside, girl. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast today. I'm super happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it, whether it's texting it to your friend, linking it on Twitter, or posting a screenshot on your Instagram story. It is all super appreciated. And please leave a show review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. This show is for you, so your feedback matters. Plus, it would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women everywhere to become their very best selves. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And until next time, don't forget to grind to be grateful, my friends.